0: This is a podcast, and we play Dungeons & Dragons on this podcast.
1: Sometimes. Welcome back to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm your Dungeon Master, Paul, and I'm joined by my four friends. Hey, it's Jeremy. I play Lorik.
0: I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vince off the wall.
2: I'm Alan, and I play Jimalil Cart.
1: Hi, I'm Red, and I play Kellen. He plays Kellen, and I play
0: Guy. Yeah, boy.
1: Usually. Except for when I forget that Guy's there, and they're like... Did you forget, guy? (laughs) I play Dungeons and Dragons. No, you don't. He plays quote Dungeons and Dragons end quote. Wishes. He basically just sits his dice down on twenties and it's like, oh, I rolled a twenty. Oh, Oh, got him! I mean, that's like ninety percent of what he does when he plays D and D. But you know, hey. (laughs) Except when it's an at one, and that's only when it's going to be
3: funny. Not important.
4: I just want to state, I roll different rolls. I don't automatically get Nat 20s. <laughs> like, I rolled a five. He last, rolls a five last and then he last game. changes
1: so it. It's not about not getting 20. rolls that aren't 20s. It's the, it's about the amount of 20s that you claim to have rolled. Hashtag 10 in four episodes. But anyway, no one's counting. Uh, <laughs> oh let's Hey, let's go into this world we're making together, hand in hand, shall we? Okay, let's go. Yay. Last time, as our players made their way across the hot, barren drylands, they found themselves caught in the midst of an unnatural sandstorm. While the rest of the group struggled to take shelter inside the cabin of Wolfsbane, the box boat, <laughs> Kellan daringly decided to try and use this unfortunate situation to their advantage. Upon opening the sails, they were able to use the buffeting winds to slowly push the boat across the desert. However, they soon discovered that this was no mere sandstorm. There were tiny lizard bats on the wind, and they were out for blood. Finally, in a desperate attempt to solve their dire situation, Loric stepped out onto the deck, thrusting his Wand of Wonders skyward with a shout, We need to go faster! (laughs) In that moment, the Fortune of the Gods smiled upon him as the incalculable implement burst forth a wizard's fireball, sending Wolfsbane flying on the sandy wind into the darkness ahead.
4: (laughs) Yo-ho. It was awesome.
1: The five of you are currently riding Wolfsbane through the darkness in the middle of a sandstorm, Moving at speeds unknown, <laughs> as your ship sails through the air.
4: We're all gonna die. Off to Fallen Grove. Here's
1: what I need. I need initiative rolls, cause this is a oh skills challenge. Oh no. Oh boy! Oh my gosh! I rolled in that one. I don't believe it. Well, if you're gonna roll one, initiative's the best time to do it.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not a big deal.
3: Got a 12 on the at dice, this point.
1: so that's a 15. I got a four. Four total. 15 total, Jeffrey.
0: The three. He got okay. A three. Total. Yeah.
1: Did you roll a two? Yeah. Okay. And I rolled for a guy, and guy got a ten. So here's how we're going to be doing this. You all are currently manning a ship as you fly through darkness. <laughs> I mean, you have to realize those of you with dark vision can see through the dark, but you're also in the middle of a awful sandstorm. Now, these sand lizard bats that have been attacking you have slacked off a little bit simply because. You're moving faster through the air and through the through the storm, so they're not they're not buffeting the ship the way they were when you were sitting still. However, they are still going to be a threat, so you have to deal with the storm, you have to deal with the threat of the lizard bats, and you have to deal with the fact that you're currently making really good time and traveling a far distance <laughs> through the air. If you can figure out a way to keep that ship going, I'm going to say that because of the momentum that you started up, I mean, we're talking about like, 50 mile an hour winds in this storm it was enough to blow you all off your feet and move the ship while it was on the sand so it's or i don't know if that's a actually a high speed really really high we're talking like hurricane level winds so you all could potentially keep this ship going with some creativity okay all right cool Oh boy. and you have some things at your disposal so just to make this clear to put the different swing fourth edition and fifth edition rules we've done one skills challenge already we're not doing like a set number of successes and a set number of failures we're basically just going to be using our skills to progress this story and you you can use the same skill twice so long as you're not using the same skill every turn we're going to be starting it off with loric yes and also J- uh, jeremy do you currently have inspiration
3: i currently have inspiration
1: Oh, okay. I was gonna give you inspiration an inspiration point from that fireball, but whoop whoop. you still got one. Nice. I'm pretty uh liberal with inspiration.
3: Thank you. Okay. So I want to go over to Servants. Like uh huh. I my hair is blown back, I've stood on my face. Yes. We are flying through the air, like I'm pushed back quite a ways. And I realize that Survance is like the anchor here, like he's gonna be the strongest out of all of this. And so, just to up his grip and the ability to, you know, not slip and fall and slide places, I'd like to run up to him and cast Spider Climb. I just run up. Hey, your, your feet are going to get really sticky. And then I, like, slap him on the side, and I want to I wanna cast a spell.
1: Okay. You can roll it with Arcana.
3: That's a 10 plus 6 is a 16.
1: Okay. That's a success. Nice. So... You run up to Sir Vance, you... What do you say? I mean, you have to think you're in the middle of a sand windstorm.
3: I say, feet getting sticky, and slap him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you slap his feet when you do, Sir Vance. You feel your feet just like almost suction cup to the floor. And you feel... Before, you were kind of being scooted around, having to hold yourself. Now you feel completely stable. So, at this moment, Guy comes running out of the uh, the cabin where he's been. He looks around and seeing what's going on, suddenly he realizes he's basically been worthless for the last few days. Huh. You know, he's been wallowing in misery and self-pity because of what happened with the spiders. He made a fool of himself and he really wants to kind of redeem himself. And so he runs out and he is holding what looks like a piece of wood that maybe got knocked off inside the cabin where those uh, those lizard bats were trying to get inside. And he comes out, and he just starts yelling, bring it on, lizard bats, as he is swinging <laughs> with his piece of wood trying to knock a few of them out of the air as he sees them. He rolls a natural 20. Oh, yeah. yeah Go, guy. Man, every time guy rolls, he rolls nat 20s. Okay, so guy runs out and he, he looks around, he sees the situation and he sees all of these monsters flying in the air and the fury of all the stress and the, the misery he's had from the last couple of days just wells up inside of him and he just lets out that scream toward the lizard bats and he runs out and he starts just batting them left and right he, you, you guys see as one goes flying and hits another one in midair, and they both just explode into sand he's just running along the edge of the bow and just knocking them off like he's got a baseball bat as they're crawling up on the sides kellen also if you want to use charlie he'll just you can use him and his skills on your initiative order
4: can i use him as a bonus action would that be all right i don't care all right so i would like to work with the sails maybe like pull them down to where they gain extra gust i believe yeah
1: kind of just climb the mast and get them into a position where they're they're getting maximum push from the wind
4: Yes, I would like to do that. What What should I roll for that?
1: Roll me acrobatics.
4: Oh, my gosh.
1: Don't you tell me it's a natural 20.
4: Uh, I'm going to just say that it's an... it's. Let's say it's a... <laughs> Did you roll what? a natural 20? I, I, I rolled a natural oh my 20. gosh. I, this is crazy. I just... It's not possible. I just, Look, you rolled a natural oh, oh. 20
1: and no one over here is surprised. So there we go. That is a critical success. So how do you want that to happen? Um, I just want to like kind of, I
4: guess, run up the mast okay, and grab onto both the ropes at the far ends and then just jump down with them and pull them as tight as I possibly can. Okay.
1: So let me help you. Right now, you guys are currently on your ascent. Like the, the ship is kind of still flying upward. If that makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right now, as you climb up there, you think, huh, we, you kind of want to stop the sails from slowing you down because you're moving forward faster. You know what I'm saying? You kind of want to stop that wind resistance while you've got that burst already. And so what you're going to do is you're going to hop down. You're going to kind of pull the sail close, and you're waiting for that perfect moment when you kind of lose that momentum to catch the wind and get another boost. Opening it back okay? up. Yeah. None of this is real physics. This is all fake D&D <laughs> physics. So they're just exactly. so clear. We'll say that in this turn you have gotten the sails and you're holding them down and you're waiting for that perfect moment. Okay? Am I still allowed to use Charlie? Sure. Charlie, scare off the lizard bat.
4: So I want him to use intimidation. Like a roar to kind of scare him off. <sighs> I guess.
1: Okay, his charisma sucks. Roll me a d20.
4: Oh my gosh! Bear charisma.
1: Yeah, I mean he's a bear. The nineteen. Okay, that's a nineteen. That's what he rolls. So he has no modifier. He's doing a pretty good job of it. You see these lizard bats kind of screeching and swooping down, and he's just running along the edges and like roaring at them and swiping down with his paws, and they're kind of backing up <laughs> on their wings. You see him kind of avoiding the ship mainly because of his presence. So he's doing a pretty good job. Yes, of scaring Sweet. them off, Jim.
2: Yes, get him, Jim. How much of a threat are the lizard bats right now?
1: Well, because of what Guy and Charlie are doing right now, they're kind of backed off in this round. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. So, while I have that respite, I'm going to try to ascertain the nature of the sandstorm, whether it is natural or magical.
1: Okay. What skill you want to use? Arcana. Okay.
2: Or arcana, depending on who you are.
0: I <laughs> thought it was Arcana
2: I roll a 17
1: 17, that is a success so you, you step out and you're looking around you're kind of taking it all in you see the the lizard bats as they're swooping kind of around the ship you see the sand you notice that the sand is moving it's blowing straight in this direction but it seems like these lizard bats, that they're flying with it as you reach out with your arcane senses, you notice that there is an unnatural presence throughout the entire storm. Like it's almost being caused by something. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's not like these lizard bats saw a sandstorm and thought, oh, hey, that's looks like a fun ride. Let's hop in there. You are beginning to think that maybe they are actually the cause of the storm.
2: Who's
0: jerks?
1: Servants. Oh, boy.
0: So am I, like, completely stuck to the floor, or...? No,
1: no, no. It just oh, means you that? can walk up walls. Oh, here,
3: you mean... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'll read the spell <laughs> to you. I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, you are Spider-Man It's, it's right called Spider-Climb. Yes. It lasts for an hour, gains the ability to move up, down, and across vertical surfaces, and upside down along ceilings while leaving its hands free. The target yep. also gains a climbing speed equal to its own walking speed.
1: Yep. You're Spider-Man.
3: For an hour. Wow. Yep. Okay.
1: <clears> Hawkeye. <throat> okay. okay. So.
0: So here's what we're going to do. Alright. This is gonna be crazy.
1: <laughs> so crazy.
0: What I want to do is walk to the back of the box boat. Okay. Literally standing on the back of it. Not like on top, but you know, off the side on the back, Understand. you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. What I want to do is use my javelins. Javelins? To use a spell. Okay. I want to use thunderous smite and oh, like I was hoping swing you might. swing and hit a bunch of those lizard bats. Because it's supposed to knock them farther away, so kind of like repel off of them.
1: All right. Just make me an attack roll. Okay. What we got?
0: Let's say... Well...
1: Ooh. Oh. It's <laughs> actually too low. So, the way Thunderous Smite works is you use it, and then when you hit, it works. It says the first time you hit with a melee weapon attack. Right. You miss. So that actually misses both their AC and the DC I use for just regular skill checks, but that's fine. Just to make that clear in the skills challenge, if you want to use an attack, you can use your attack instead of a skill playing it very fast and loose. Right. So you hang off the side and you see some of them and you swing it a couple or you, you try to stab and you know that if you can connect, it's going to have that effect that you want, but one just skirts right out of the way and you miss him. Oh man. So Laurie.
3: Okay. Uh, I- we need to propel pr- 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 the boat. We're gonna start f- f- falling soon. Um, um, and the, uh, he's gonna run towards the wheel or the rudder, whichever one it is that's used to steer this thing. And okay. he's he, I want to use dexterity if it's a wheel that's spinning and try to catch it at just the mo- right moment, and I want to straighten it out. I would
1: say it's probably a rudder.
3: Okay. I just want to keep it from flapping back and forth. I want to run over and try to grab it. Okay. Um, while it's bouncing around and try to make hold it straight, so we're not like. Spinning and stuff in the air. Or okay, like
1: What's what skill you want to use for that? Dexterity. Uh, slot of hand.
3: That's an 8 on the dice. Mm, that's man. an
1: 11. That's only an 11. Yep, that's a failure. So you run back to the rudder, and you go to grab a hold of it and try to kind of stop it. You What happens, you run up, you look down, and you see that it is kind of going crazy. I mean, there's a sandstorm. And right when you go to reach down onto it to check it, a lizard bat crawls up from under it. Oh, no. And it jumps at your face. And it is going to... Tr- it's trying... Like, it's attacking you. I'm not going to roll an attack roll right now, but it's attacking you. Help! All right. Help! You yell for help. Guy turns around. He sees a lizard bat swarming and flapping on your face, and he's going to come at you. Of course, he's got a stick in his hand. Oh, no. He misses. He he didn't roll terribly, but he rolled too low. So, he also got a 12.
3: I was, I was worried I was going to take a stick to the face.
1: So, he runs up to swing at you, but... Right as he's about to hit you, one of the other ones kind of swings down and kind of hits him and knocks him off balance. So, Kellen, it is your go. You currently have the sails by the ropes, and you notice that you all are kind of coming to a point where you're slowing down just a little bit, and you think you might be ready to grab that extra boost if you want to use that.
4: Okay. So I'm now going to attempt to, I guess, yank on the ropes to kind of get that extra boost. Okay. Would it be athletics or... uh I think it would be athletics, yes. I got a 15 on the dice. That's good enough. All right, so I yank down on the ropes, Mm -hmm. and as soon as I do that, the sails just automatically come full-fledged.
1: Yes. I mean, full sail. They do. And the wind grabs it, and when it does, it almost yanks it out of your hand, and you're kind of pulled against the mast, and you're just kind of holding on to the ropes on the other side of it as it's like got you pinned to the mast while you're holding these ropes.
4: Okay, and I also... While I was doing that, I happened to see Lorik getting attacked by that lizard bat, and I would like to scream to Charlie to go
1: and use his strength to attack that bat. Charlie, help Lorik! Charlie quickly. is going to charge over toward Lorik, and he is going to try and swipe at that lizard bat. Roll it. That is a 17 on the dice. Okay, that's like a 17 plus 5 or something, so that's good. Yeah. No, it's actually a plus 7 for Woo. his claws. So there you go. He runs forward, snatching a couple of lizard bats out of the air as he does. And as he plows toward Lark, Lark, you look up and you see a big black bear barreling towards you. But he manages to very deftly swipe, and you see the, his claws come inches from your face, where this lizard bat has kind of wrapped its wings around your head and is trying to like bite your face. He's there, and you see the corner of your eye of this bear as it swipes at you, and you see the claws come within a millimeter of your nose. But it just perfectly swipes... That lizard bat right off your face.
3: Sir Vance Killen's trying to kill me.
1: Jim.
2: That's me. Oh, crap, that's your me. your turn. Uh, so I think, now that I know there's something up with the sandstorm, and it's mm-hmm. tied to the lizard bats, do we still have that lizard bat that we drug into the house?
1: Say he's inside with the door shut. That's fine.
2: I want to go inspect that lizard bat to see if I can figure anything
1: out. Okay. What are you trying to figure out?
2: I'm trying to figure out if... If I can more solidify what the tie is between these Lizard Bats and the Sandstorm and whether I could do something with the Lizard Bats, whether it's just a matter of killing them all or (laughs) if there's some sort of way I can dispel the Sandstorm associated with the Lizard Bats. Roll me a d20. I got a four. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's not good enough. Investigation was fine, but either way, that's too low. You go in there, and you you go to open the door and grab the lizard bat, and when you do, he actually flies right out in your face. Oh, no. And he screeches as he flies past you and into the dust. I missed him. He's gone. Sir Vance, you're on the side of the ship, and you feel the ship lurch forward as Kellen grants you all a little extra boost, but after a second, you can sense that the ship is starting to decline now. It's now heading downward a little bit. You're getting closer to the ground.
4: Oh, boy. Thunderous Smite the ship. (laughs) Well, maybe not
1: the ship.
4: I don't think that's a good idea.
1: But, you know, Thunderous Smite could be used in this situation.
4: That's what I was thinking. Great minds think alike.
1: So, what do you want to do?
0: I want to wait until we get closer to the ground. And then when we get there, I want to use Thunderous Smite to kind of maybe knock us forward with it or push us off a little.
1: Yeah. Roll it. Roll me an attack roll, I guess. Wow. Wow. What is it on the dice?
0: It's a a 7 again. Oh, boy. Which would be a 12.
3: We're doing great, guys. We're doing great. I
0: attack the ground.
1: You're attacking the ground. so. Hopefully that's really hard to miss. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, when I did the, the lizard bats, I went by their AC. So here I'm thinking the ground's AC. <laughs> you know, like it can't move out AC? of the way. Do
3: tell. What is the AC of the ground in this
1: area? So here's what I'm going to say happens.
0: Magic missile into the darkness. <laughs> I was
3: actually going to do that next turn.
1: When the ship is coming toward the ground, you're using your javelin, your pike, what are you using? Javelin. That's okay, you're using a javelin. You try to just jab forward at the perfect moment. And as soon as the tip of your javelin hits the ground, because you're not, like, heading straight down toward the ground. You know what I'm saying? You're coming in almost like a plane landing. Mm-hmm. And so you're wanting to push the ship back up. And as soon as the tip of your javelin hits the ground, boom, thunderous smite just explodes off the bottom. And when it does, the ship rocks upward again, and it, it's catching the wind, so it's still moving forward, but you didn't get the perfect angle on it, and you've kind of shot it upward more than you've shot it forward and upward. Does that make sense? Yeah. Also, your javelin explodes in your hand.
0: Oh, oh gosh. gosh.
1: So you're one javelin down. Larick, you feel the ship rocket forward again, but kind of upward.
3: I mean, works Lork, really tempted to try his wand again.
1: Oh, boy, <laughs> don't tempt the fates. I mean, do, 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 please do, but, you know, don't.
3: I really think that's what he would do. He doesn't have any other fire things, so... Yeah, Lorik's gonna run back up, same place he was before, oh,
1: and cool. just try it again. While give. I'm on the sails, is that? What?
3: <laughs> yes, he's gonna roll right back up to where he was before, and he's gonna put the wand of wonders in the air, and he's gonna oh, he's, boy. he's gonna cringe a little bit. Okay, and, uh, let's see what happens.
4: Oh boy, L- Lor what are you doing? Uh, what are you-
0: oh boy,
4: roll it, Lorik. What we got?
3: <laughs> it's a it's a one. And double zero.
1: That's a one. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you know what it is? It's slow. You cast slow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Let me just... It's not snowing, guys. ...the specifics (laughs) of this spell here... (laughs) Well, Let's that's the total opposite effect of what you wanted, but hey. I actually just facepalmed. I, I literally... I'm going to have you roll an arcana check, but give me a sec.
0: The one thing we didn't want to happen.
1: <laughs> you alter time around up to six creatures of your choice in a 40-foot cube within range. Each target must succeed on wisdom save or be affected by the spell for the duration. An affected target speeds halved. It takes a negative two penalty to AC. Can't use action or bonus action. <laughs> it specifically is talking about affecting creatures in a 40-foot cube. So what it does is it creates like a field of slowness. But wow. to me, it almost seems mental because they have to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Uh huh. It's like it slows them down mentally. It's not actually like a bubble of slow-moving air. Does that make sense? I would okay. agree with this. That's the way okay. I'm seeing it. So Good. roll, me, roll me an arcana check, and then I'm going to decide what I want to do to you in here.
3: Due to me i didn't roll a natural one
1: well not two you you haven't rolled have you rolled it i rolled a 13 on the dice okay well that's a 19 that's really good yeah so because your archon is a plus six right correct so when you fired your wand upward you were hoping to burst the ship forward yep that's not what happens instead what happens is you suddenly see that a number of those lizard bats that were buzzing around the ship, and now that you look up, you can see that some of them are actually trying to hurt the sails. They slow down, and they kind of, the ones that are in front of the sail, kind of bump into the sail and slide off of it going backwards, and the other ones, <laughs> other ones just kind of stop, they're like flapping their wings in slow motion as they fall back behind you guys, and you manage to take out like probably 10 or 15 of these things in the air above you. That nice. could have been really bad. You did not speed up the ship, but you did take out some lizard bats. Yeah, if it had been like you create a bubble of slow moving air and anything that enters oh, it is this... so bad. Mm. But wisdom Not... save that seems mental to me. Imagine right. it if I had gotten large on the lizard bats. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, guy is going to go now. What a guy! He is going to run over to Kellen, who he sees is being pulled as hard as possible against the mast by these sails, and he's going to try and grab the ropes uh... and help. You. He comes up, and he's like, here, Kellen, let me help you with that. And he grabs one of the ropes, and when he does, it jerks him and the rope forward, and your sails kind of lose some of their tightness. He rolled a five. Oh, Dang. no. So you're currently not getting the wind, the sail wind that you need there. Kellen, it's your turn.
4: So he's right next to me, and he's being jerked, right? Yeah, so it's, it's
1: jerking him forward. So if you want to, can- like,
4: try and catch it before it goes flying, you can. That's what I want to do. I want to reach for it and try to grab All it. All right,
1: I'll slide a slight of hand.
4: Slight of hand will work. Oh, that is perfect, actually.
1: That is a 11 plus four. That'll do it. So you managed to grab the rope right before he goes out of your reach, and now you're like hanging on to the mass with one arm. You've got the rope <laughs> with the other arm, and Guy is trying to stand up while he's like hanging kind of off of the ground a little bit. Oh my gosh. You want Charlie to do anything?
4: Yeah, I want Charlie to come and help me. Like, try to pull me back, I guess. Or, okay. Or do
1: something. You want him to, like, maybe grab Guy and try and pull him back? Yes. And that'll help you both? Yes. Okay. Roll me a strength check. We'll call it just straight strength.
4: That is a
1: 12 plus, what is his strength? A 5? That's enough. His strength's not, not a plus 5, but uh, oh. it, that's that's enough. So... He comes running forward, and he actually kind of jumps onto Guy's – or he looks like he's going to jump onto Guy's back. What he does is he jumps up, and he grabs Guy's legs kind of with his paws, and he grabs him by the pants with his teeth and is pulling him back. Of course, his, his pants are slipping down, so there's some cheek uh, flapping there in the sandy <laughs> winds. But he's pulling Guy, and, and Guy's just like, Kellen, is your bear trying to save me or eat me? Um, you're the one that fell over, so shut up, all right? okay. And he pulls it back, and you're able to, with Guy's help and Charlie's help, to get the, the ropes in a place where you potentially tie them off to the mast again. Okay, Jim, it's your turn again.
2: My turn again? Yes. So what, what's the lizard bat situation? Are there any near me?
1: There are many. Imagine you're in, like, a swarm of flies. Okay, so that's how many. In a sandstorm.
2: But are there any within reach? Sure. I want to grab one.
1: Okay. Give me a sleight of hand.
2: Okay, it's a ten. I want to roll a different dice from that one.
1: A ten total.
2: Total. It's an eight, okay. eight plus. You don't two. have
1: an inspiration point, do you?
2: I do have inspiration.
1: You don't have to spend it. I was just asking.
2: You know what? It's up to you. I do want to spend it because I really want another lizard bat to study. <laughs>
1: okay. This might. This could be your last chance. Who knows? <laughs> Did you roll the same thing? No,
2: I rolled a three this time. Oh my god. Jim,
1: look, as 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 reliable as it is that Kellen is gonna roll at least three natural twenties per episode, oh Jim's not gosh. gonna roll over a five for like eight of his, like over half of his rolls. He's you're cursed, Jim.
2: I am. So I guess I try to grab
1: one and I don't. You rush forward to grab a lizard bat that you see sitting on the edge of the bow, and when you do, it jerks out of the way and you weren't expecting that suddenly the sails were going to release over there when Guy tried to grab it and the ship pivots and you go falling over the site. Oh, no. So this is, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. This is
2: Guy's fault. What kind of saving throw?
1: <laughs> dexterity.
2: I'm rolling a different dice this time.
1: <laughs> you might ought to.
2: All right. Let's see. Okay. Next. So that's a 20. 18 plus 2.
1: Excellent. Okay, so you easily catch yourself but you are still hanging off of the side with your body trailing back behind you as the ship is moving forward in a very very hard windstorm.
2: Okay. I that's disappointing, but um <laughs> I'll, I'll do what I'm I can. Sorry. No, it's it's not your fault. <laughs> I'm I'm more upset about not getting a lizard bat than I am yeah.
0: my predicament.
1: Cervantes, it's your turn.
0: So, are we still in the air or are we hitting yes. the ground soon? We
1: are we are still in the air. But I would say that we, you guys, are currently headed on a descent—a
0: oh, no. rapid descent. What I want to do, since I have those sticky feet, want to come back and get everyone around me and uh, go get everyone to the mast and have like everyone hold on to my pike, like hold it horizontally on the other side of the mast, so we like I can hold everyone onto the ship whenever we land. You're
1: gonna try to wedge us in. Okay, so you're trying to prepare them for when the ship hits.
0: Race for impact.
1: Okay, what do you want to roll for that? Something charisma-based? Persuasion?
0: Yeah, sure. Persuasion. Sounds
1: like persuasion.
0: That's a nine. (laughs) Total.
1: Total. So you rolled a five.
0: Yes, I did.
1: You're rolling poorly. Very. We're all going to die. You step up and you begin to yell out, Hey, Everyone! gather to the to the center we're gonna we're gonna hit and no one can hear you hardly <laughs> because of the wind like the only person <laughs> that can hear you when you run up is guy and kellen because of where you're at and kellen you will notice that jim is currently hanging off of one side probably going to fall to his death well not mm-hmm. necessarily probably no. gonna fall to his death but you know in danger of falling to his death and then lauric you are just a little too far up to mm-hmm. hear what he's saying because of the wind and the sand and that all that terrible. stuff terrible Lorik it's your turn Okay, Lark's gonna take—he's gonna take a knee,
3: and he's gonna—he's gonna hold the wand above his head, you know, pointing in the same direction. He's done it two times now, and he's—he's he's gonna pray, uh, terrified to. Uh, oh boy! To Paylor. this is the time that we really need you. I—I I think I killed us by launching us into the sky. Please help. I'd like to roll religion. And okay. If, if if something happens with this wand, then that's okay too.
1: Roll me a religion check first. That's a nineteen on the dice. Oh that's a boy! Plus six that's religion. A f- that's a great roll. So, here's what I'm gonna do. Oh yeah. I'm gonna give you two rolls.
0: Oh, oh no man. <laughs> this could be. This could be <laughs> when he rolls two bad rolls.
3: <laughs> it happened before. Okay. The first one's a six, which is fairy oh. fire. Yep. Okay. The doubles That Z one's not gonna help you
0: it's
3: a 16 it's a 19
1: that's gust of wind
3: no it's a 91 is it a 91 or a 19 it's a 91 it's a a 9-0 and a 1 it's a 91 (laughs) (laughs) a burst of colorful shimmering light extends from you in a 30 foot radius what does this do you and each creature in the area that can see must succeed on a DC 15 con saving throw or become blinded for (laughs) one minute (laughs) (laughs) A creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns. So I got I got fairy fire and a 19 would
1: have been great.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, I
1: thought it was for a minute. Gust of wind.
3: I got real excited. I was like, but it was it's not a 19. It's what if we
4: just edit that part out (laughs) (laughs) and it's a 19. We did it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Oh, I tried, guys. Well, you rolled
1: really high on your on your religion check. Yeah, you had Paylor's blessing. Roll me one more. I just rolled a sixteen. I just rolled a sixteen. Are you serious? I swear to God.
0: He's not lying. I'm looking at it.
1: Here was what I was thinking. I mean, you rolled over a twenty. Here's what I was what I was thinking was this: you would cast your wand upward, hoping to cast a spell, and it would just start shooting out spells. <laughs> well, it kind of did. The first thing that happens <laughs> is fairy fire, and basically everyone that's on the boat suddenly realizes that their outline is covered in this glowing color. And what is that? Purple. 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 What the so heck? So all of you suddenly realize that your bodies are outlined in this purple color. Jim, <laughs> you're hanging off the side, and you're looking down, and you see suddenly that your whole body is is like glowing with a purple glow.
2: I say, finally.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you're just holding your wand up as you're praying and you may not even notice at first that spells are firing out of it because the first one's just fairy fire so it wouldn't really shoot out the end of it Right. and then suddenly you hear what sounds almost like a firework <laughs> and shortly after it pew out the end of your wand it explodes and in a 30 foot radius there is all of this what looks like light confetti <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: It is very, very bright. Even with all the sand and everything, it's just like burning your eyes. And then you hear what sounds like, you know what it's like when you're outside and a storm is coming towards you and you can hear the wind coming. It's like that. And then there's just this huge burst of wind that comes shooting out the end of your wand into the sail. Oh, yes.
3: I can fly a boat.
1: And this is a line of strong wind, 60 feet long and 10 feet wide. And it blasts out from you a 60 foot long burst of wind pushing this ship up up and away and this is possibly even stronger than the flame the, the fireball explosion
0: Yes
1: so here's what <laughs> I need I need every one of you to roll me a constitution saving throw Oh boy sorry boys Ooh, eight not good mine's a nine okay
0: I got a natural 20.
1: yes get oh get them surveillance. oh guy got a natural 20.
0: Yeah, boys. He's had two nat 20s.
3: <laughs> He's almost like Helen.
1: Red. That is a nat
4: 20. <laughs> I can't do nothing. I'm rolling it. I'm
1: rolling the oh dice. My gosh, It is rolling across my just desk. take the 20. That's fine. Roll me one for Charlie. All right. That is a 18. All right. So is that everyone? Yep. Jim, you see the purple light around your body and you're just jubilant thinking about it. And then suddenly there is a blinding flash of light, and you can't see anything.
2: No! <laughs> but it's, like a,
1: it's like a white light, you know? I mean, it's like a flashbang. That's essentially what it does. What's a flashbang, Jim says? You know. You know what a mm-hmm. flashbang is, Jim. Don't mess with me. You know. Don't, Don't mess. me. with uh, You're blinded for one minute. You can repeat the saving throw on your next turn. So, he is blinded. Lorik, you don't see the wind coming out of your wand, but you hear it, and you feel the ship <laughs> blowing forward, but all you can see is a burning white light in your vision. Ah, help, help. He just starts freaking out. <laughs> Guy sees you in distress, and he is going to run up and try and administer medicine to you. He rolled a 19 on the dice. Wow, Ooh. he just rolled a 20 and a 19. Guy's just pimp. It's happening. Yeah, boy. Happening. Hemp daddy, man. You're you're okay, Lark. There was a bright light. I think maybe you're just having some trouble adjusting to it. Just you're <gasps> fine. W- who's there? You, who's there? It's Guy. You you just sent the ship flying forward. Do you feel it? We're we're moving. Yeah. It's Paylor. We did it. I did it.
4: Kellen, it's your <laughs> we're turn. gonna die. I'm going to attempt to tie down the ropes. Okay. So we can really
1: get moving. Okay, slide a hand. That is a 13 plus four. Okay, that's good enough. So you are able to, with their help, they they already kind of got it to a good place. You're able to tie off the sails, and you all are currently in perfect position moving forward. Sweet. All right, and now I'm going to shout out to Charlie. Charlie, go help Jim. He fell off the side. All right, Charlie's going to run over, and he's going to roll athletics or strength to try and pull Jim up off the side. And he rolled a 13.
2: Should I roll a weight check?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Ooh.
1: Uh, that's not good enough. So he goes over, but where Jim is, he kind of can't really get good purchase on him to pull him up. He's over there tugging on him, but he can't, like, get his mouth over, and his hands don't work like ours, his paws. So he's not able to pull Jim up off the side.
0: These hands. Jim,
1: it is your turn. There's <laughs> a bear there trying to pull you up onto the side of the boat.
2: I feel something tugging at me, and
0: I uh-huh. can't
1: see it. Okay, you hear <laughs> So is this
2: something I can understand Is a bear and not a lizard bat biting me?
1: You can feel the fur And hear the sounds to realize it's Charlie
2: Okay, so I try to Climb back on board, I guess And I try to leverage fur As, I, as I'm able
1: Okay, I feel like that's athletics What do you think? I feel like you're athletics. I feel like that's athletics Acrobatics wouldn't be much help, more help Not anyway. That yes. is great. Okay, didn't matter what it was. So you feel the fur, and you have a reassurance of knowing Charlie's there to help you. You immediately are able to kind of use him to get the leverage you need. You hook a foot over the side, and you kind of roll over, and you're laying on your back looking up at nothing because you're blind. Roll me a constitution save. A
2: con save. Yes. And I roll a seven.
1: Mm. You're still blind. Oh. still can't see. All right. He's blind as Han Solo. Sir Vance.
0: Sir Vance jumps off the boat.
1: What? Just kidding. Are you for real? No. <laughs> like, uh, what? Oh no. Oh, oh no. Sir
0: Vance is tired of living. <laughs> Sir Vance said, "Well, what are you gonna do?" Uh, I want to. Well, I was gonna say I would use sanctuary on Lorik, but he—I know he's just gonna keep casting spells or something. <laughs> So that's not gonna help him. I mean, you okay. can communicate to not, not cast L's. I mean, I could tell you that, but <laughs> I don't think it's gonna <laughs> do any good. <laughs> Looks like magic item. I must use it. <laughs> yeah. So, once they get Jim back on the boat, uh huh. I'm gonna think he's probably pretty worn out from being, you know, flying through the air, barely hanging sure. on, and blinded, whatever. Okay. So I'm going to try to use Sanctuary on him. Okay. Just basically to protect him from the lizard bats and such, because then they can't attack him.
1: All right. Roll me a religion check.
0: Religion?
1: Which would typically be good for a paladin, but in this instance. I have
0: a plus one. Yes. I got a 19 plus one.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. That's a great roll. So, Jim, as you're there, like laying on the ground, you hear Cervancy comes up to you and. What do you say,
0: Jim? Yes. I could see you're probably having it pretty rough. You might want to take it easy. I'm gonna cast a spell of protection on you. Thank you. Don't have to worry about any kind of lizard bats attacking you for a while.
2: Thank you. Wait, can I still can I still grab them?
0: You can grab them, but you basically you can't attack them. Mm. If the warded creature <laughs> makes an attack or casts a spell that affects any an enemy creature, this spell ends. You can't attack them or cast a spell on them. Okay. On an enemy creature.
1: Okay, you come up to him, you you tell him that, you put your hands on his chest, I guess? Yeah, boy. And you begin to channel this divine energy from your holy symbol on your chest, right?
0: Yeah, boy. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And that energy glows down onto Jim. Jim, when it does, your eyes kind of clear up. I can see
2: clearly now. The rain is gone.
1: You can see... Cervantes there But as that blue energy Is kind of like Going on to you It's almost like a uh, Like a force field Making its way around you Like that's the way it looks And then it would fade That's what would typically happen Cervantes when you cast the spell You'd see it like Go over his body And then disappear Yeah, boy Once it gets up His neck And it's coming up On his head It stops <gasps> And it turns Black Hmm What And it shatters mm-hmm. What And when it shatters, this burst of energy comes off of Jim and, like, knocks you
3: backwards.
1: (gasps) Jim, you're pushed down onto the wood pretty stiffly, and when that energy goes flying out, the ship is kind of bursted forward from it some more, but you all see these lizard bats stutter. You know, it's hard to see, so it's hard to explain this. Basically what happens is the ship goes flying forward, and you see all the lizard bats that are around. They all cry out. And if they turn around and fly away. No! Uh, uh. The sand is dispersing, and after a second, the wind is slowing down and the ship is careening toward the ground.
0: I love the ground. What just happened?
1: It is Lark's turn. Lark, you've got one turn in which to try and do something to stop the destruction that's going to occur when this ship hits the ground. <laughs> Great.
3: Just great. <laughs>
1: no oh one boy. will ever need Featherfall. Seriously, who takes Featherfall?
3: <laughs> who takes Featherfall? Why <laughs> does <laughs> anybody need
0: Featherfall? We, we all <laughs> die from a, from a flying boat in the
3: desert. When this, <laughs> when this is over, ground.
1: none of us that ever play Magic Casters will ever leave Featherfall off our list again.
3: <laughs> um, sure. This is the second time that has been a serious issue. <laughs> okay. Who takes Featherfall? I cast Featherfall.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you do really? Do Featherfall?
1: No. Okay.
2: No, but I do have mm. an idea.
1: Okay. If you have an idea, if anyone else wants to get on this, we'll just break the initiative order right here. That's a good place to break it. As the wind is dying down and the ship is careening toward the ground, you all realize that you have moments before this boat is going to hit the ground, probably break in pieces and seriously injure, if not kill you all.
3: Oh my gosh! Like I can go over the side and try my one. Oh no! <laughs> one more time. Guy well. says
1: we're going down, guys.
2: <laughs>
3: we're gonna die. see ya. So
2: I take my decanter of endless water, point it to the ground. <laughs> yes, and say geyser.
1: Oh boy!
2: And so it produces thirty gallons of water that gush forth in a geyser thirty feet long and one feet
1: wide. Okay, which direction are you pointing it? Are you wanting to point it kind of straight down? Kind of, so are we falling straight down or are we falling more at an angle? You're falling at an angle. Okay, so I
2: want to point it in the trajectory that we're falling in, both to slow us down a little bit. Okay. As well as to try to aim it towards where we'll likely land.
1: Okay, roll me, I I almost want to say performance. Okay. What's your performance?
2: It is very good. It's my best, plus six.
1: Oh dang! So <laughs>
2: Performance. I rolled, Let's see. <laughs> I rolled a seventeen, so that's a twenty-three.
1: Okay, well you rolled high enough; it doesn't really matter what skill we use here.
2: And now I want to cast shape water to make it swell up into as much as can fit in a five foot cube, sort of like a dome.
1: Okay. And to move it towards where we're landing. So you're trying to make a like a stopper, like a cushion, like a yeah, water cushion. Yeah, I love it. Okay. So, as you all I can are, wand of wonder off the other side. <laughs> You're all oh. are kind of freaking out. Guy yells out, we're going down. Jim just kind of gets up, dusts himself off, steps forward, points his geyser down at the ground. You see him kind of eyeball the trajectory almost like you, you would if you were aiming down. Am I still blind? No. When, uh, okay.
2: I wasn't sure if sanctuary do it or not. It did,
1: yes. When Servants did the sanctuary, it, it took that away from you. You're kind of aiming down the sights, and you just say geyser. And bursting forward is that 30 gallons of water, and it's just shooting out basically like hydro pumps, slowing <laughs> the trajectory of the ship. And right when you're kind of getting that perfect moment, you use your cantrip, you cast that magic through your hands or whatever, however you do that. Orb, you have an orb?
2: I do have an orb, I think.
1: And you shape almost like a, like a little slide It kind of goes in and stops right there. Wolf's Bane lives for another day. It's a rough landing. Like when it hits, it jars you all and knocks most of you onto your ground and you hear some cracking of wood, but you're all alive and the ship isn't broken in a hundred pieces. Jim, Jim, you saved us. Oh my gosh. Jim, you got to teach me that. What you did, that was awesome.
2: I cork my decanter. Okay. Put it in my robe and say, wow, uh, I didn't think that would work.
1: <laughs> jim says that a lot cracks me up i was like when he used that armor of agathis he was like i didn't think that would help
2: <laughs> so okay guys
3: uh i'm really glad we're still alive are we still in the desert
1: where are we uh,
3: sir Vance, come look,
0: maybe we made it across the desert so i'm gonna uh, just look around see where, what what situation we're in here are we moving forward at all still or just stopped
1: oh you're stopped completely okay. the boat is on the ground and it's not sitting level. Hmm. What do we see? It's dark, so you have trouble seeing.
0: Oh, yeah, it's time.
1: But the sun's kind of starting to peak a little bit. You guys were in the air for a while. Using your spells and just everything in the storm, you actually managed to stay in the air for quite some time.
0: We sailed the ship. <laughs> through the air. <laughs> in the desert.
1: Kellen, what are you doing? I want to check on Charlie and look around. Well, Charlie's there with you, and he's totally fine. Okay, uh, I just want to kind of, you know, look at the ship. See, you know, you hop down off the side of the ship and go to look. Yeah, there's definitely some structural damage here. Oh boy, you can see some boards that have been broken. It's intact, but if you were ever going to put this ship on water, it would need some repair.
4: What if, if I just put it back in its box? Will all the wood that is detached go back into it? Uh, I don't know. All right. Hey, guys, y'all should get off the ship real quick. Just just come down here and look. What are we looking at? What are we looking at? Just just come look at the hole. I want to I wanna show you.
3: Oh, no, Wolf's Bane.
4: Yeah, she, she took some damage. Oh,
3: we cracked her. Look at that. There's like six boards li-
4: missing here. What do you mean we damaged her? I, I want to try something. Hold on. Hold on. Is, is everybody off the ship, I'm assuming, now?
0: Yeah, I came off of it.
4: Okay, good. Is Guy off the ship? Guy. Yeah, guy's following instruction. All right. Oh, 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 and just of course it goes back into its little tiny box. Okay. So I pick up the box, and I want to once again bring it back out to see if it if it's like an iPhone. You know, you turn it
1: on and turn it off. Right. All right. Bird. Okay. It pops back out again, and when it does, you know, it usually just kind of like grows out from the box, like folds out. It gets like three quarters of the way folded, and one part of it kind of gets stuck for a second. It acts like it's trying to do it again, and then it's trying to do it again, and then it does it, and it snaps off a couple more boards, and it comes out, and now your hole's bigger.
4: Oh my gosh, oh no. that was not good. Well, shoot, what am I supposed to do? Maybe we, maybe
3: we, uh, you know, we camp in it if we need to, or or maybe we just put it up and leave it put up until we can find someone who can fix it.
4: Yeah, that that sounds a lot better.
0: We fixed that water trough. I don't see why we couldn't fix this.
1: <laughs> I mean I mean I
0: still can cast my wand.
1: Guy says technically Durvost fixed the water trough. That is true. Let's be let's be
4: honest.
0: With my help, of course.
4: I do have some skills I have some skills in woodworking though, so I, I should be able to take care of it if it works like that. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. Maybe once you get somewhere where they have lumber and nails and all that stuff. I guess we should camp for the night, or
4: it's gone. It's, it's gone. Dawn. <laughs> it's oh, gone. Just, we haven't had any sleep or anything. You know what I'm saying? I had meditation. Okay, of course you did. Mm, I don't think
3: you finished. I did meditation. I didn't. I, I meditated for a little while. Yeah, I don't think you got a full rest. Nope, I need one. Or right, what's the ground look like? Is there grass? Is there sand? Are we in the desert or not?
4: That's. I was about to ask that. Can I, like, okay. look around and see where we are? You sure can. Roll me a survival check. All
1: right. That is an 18 on the dice. Okay. You rolled really well. Yes. So you go to look around, and you're like, where are we anyway? And you realize that the terrain looks a little different. Hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's still the dry lands. It's still that red clay-looking ground and, you know, the sage, what is it called? Sagebrush or, no, what's that called? Tumbleweed. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Like, you see like tumbleweeds, you see cacti, you see different things. Uh, you see something skitter off to the right. You kind of hop over there to check it, and it's a little like a horned toad hmm. that you know live in some of these places here in the drylands, but you know that it never travels very far north. It actually it hugs to the southern parts of the continent, which is pretty far from where you guys originally started. Wow. In fact, you... You would estimate that if you've gone this far south, you're probably farther from your home than you were when you guys left.
4: Well, shoot. Guys, um, I think we might have traveled a little bit farther south than we should have.
3: South? Yes. But the city, Fallen Grove, is was north northwestern?
1: Fallen Grove's not really a city. It's it's a forest. Yeah. It's a huge expanse of forest. And in that forest, there are villages and groves and places where people live. You know, civilization. But it's, Fallen Grove is not the name of a city. It's, it's almost more like a country, if that makes sense.
2: So the, you mentioned there's groves here. Are they fallen? Do
3: you have it. a map, Killen?
4: Do I have a map, no. Paul? <laughs> nope. They did. You all did. Yeah, y'all. On a
1: cart. I do not have a map, unfortunately.
0: Who ha we ha- who had We a map? have a map.
1: Y'all had a map. I go and unroll the map. Guy, where's the map? <laughs> uh, you mean the map that was on our cart? Oh, the the one with all of our food on it, with
3: all of our supplies. Yeah, that one. Oh, why, guy? Why did you leave it?
1: <laughs> he looks at you. Huh. <laughs> 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 He just looks at you. He just looking at me. <laughs> no, seriously, guy, you don't you.
3: understand me. What, what, guy? Why did couldn't the have gotten what, it? What was
1: I supposed to do? I, he looks at what? What was I supposed guy, to do,
4: guy? Guy, it's okay. It's 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 all right. It's not your fault at all. Loric just is a look. He's a little
1: bit slower. What I want to know is what? what happened with Jim earlier.
0: Yeah, so yeah. What did happen with Jim?
3: What yeah, did that, happen with that didn't Jim? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, Jim? what
2: what did happen with Jim?
3: Jim, um, Jim, <laughs> all I did was try to put a sanctuary on you. He, he Sir Vance, was using a, a form of holy magic, and it was like your body rejected that.
1: Jim, as far as you can remember, when he used that spell on you, you had this kind of blue glow. You felt all warm and tingly. Your vision came back. Yeah, and then all the lizard bats left.
2: Yeah, y'all ruined my chance of getting a lizard bat. But I'm grateful for it. You <laughs> the know? way good, it looked to me a, a is
1: thing. you're
4: like the son of Satan or something like that. Who? Who's Satan? <laughs> Who yeah. is Satan? Oh, my bad. Something with Atonia. <laughs> no, probably,
3: no. probably <laughs> no. Atonia. How how do you no. save that? one? I'm Glad one? you that's, agree with Warwick. I don't know
1: how to save it. Like, <laughs> no, it's you can't get out of you can't something get out of that with one. Atonia. Uh, Did
0: you say it's Nick Cage? <laughs> Nick <laughs> Cage is the devil. Guy says world. what was.
1: What was with that black black explosion that came off of you?
2: What black explosion? I guess I was still blind then.
1: Lark is gonna
3: check Jim. Okay.
0: And Servance wants to divine sense him.
3: I got a nineteen on the dice.
1: Okay. You sense magic on him. Because yeah. he uses he uses magic. He uses magic. So he sense that he can do spells. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel the same as yours. But that's in line with everything that Jim has told you about himself from the time that you met him—that he did not learn his magic through study. Jim,
3: do you do you know when your magic first first started showing itself? Um, it's it's kind of strange that uh, yeah, I mean, the weave—I can feel it, I can feel it around you, but it it doesn't like, it it doesn't interact with you the same way it does with me. It's it's very strange, and it it I mean, it just feels like more jagged.
2: Well, that's there's quite a story behind that. Uh, I'm
3: curious why Paylor's magic wouldn't react well with you.
2: It, it helped it I I was able to see. And it helped
3: but but it rejected it. Is is my worry.
2: I honestly don't know myself. It's a matter of maybe maybe it was something to do with the lizard bats. They uh maybe their taint was still on me from Wrestling with one.
1: Servants, roll me a religion check. I rolled a natural 20. Are you for real? I yeah, promise. He did. Yeah, <laughs> I he promise.
0: Did. I watched him.
1: Man. <sighs> okay. So you put your hand on your chest and summon your divine sense. And, you know, it's almost like spider sense in a way. Like you. I'm still Spider Man. <laughs> You're still Spider-Man. Yeah, now you're really Spider-Man. Here's what it says. The presence of strong evil registers on your senses like a noxious odor. Like you can sense something that's there that shouldn't be there. Specifically, you can tell if it's celestial, a fiend, or an undead within 60 feet of you. But you don't know who it is. And, you know, it's it's not like a dowsing rod. Mm -hmm. But when you reach out with your senses, the word noxious odor is kind of the perfect description. You get this sense of something just that just stinks to high heavens
0: oh boy there's no like sense of direction it's coming from
1: it's coming from Jim Jimmy I showered I promise
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jim what is this magic you possess
1: oh and you you sense celestial oh you had to call it one. Oh really it's not like Jim's a god it's nothing like that
2: wait what I thought we had agreed
1: <laughs> you basically everything that you're sensing is coming off of Jim like if oh. you were looking it's like heat vision goggles and all the heat's <laughs> coming from Jim <laughs> it feels like you you've never sensed anything like it before it's unlike anything that you have ever come in contact with, but it's not undead and it's not fiendish you would you would if you had to label it, you'd consider it celestial
0: jim what it, what kind of magic is it that you possess
2: well, as you know, I'm a warlock. So I have a pact with an entity of some sort. But honestly... Which entity? That I don't know. It was very uh, mysterious and accidental how I came across this magic.
3: What do they look like?
2: I've never seen
3: them.
0: You have made a pact with some sort of evil...
3: Wait, you've made a pact with something you've, you've never seen? Well... You don't know what it is.
2: It wasn't... By choice, although kinda it was, but I didn't know what I was getting into when I did it. See, I study the world, partly, largely. I mean, that's, my my study of the world and of magic is part of my quest for knowledge and greater understanding of all that is. But, it was in pursuit of that, that I made this pact by mistake. By happenstance, I'm not sure the right word to use, but since then, my pursuit of knowledge has also been largely a pursuit of understanding of this pact that I find myself in.
1: Mm.
0: It sounds like you've made a mistake.
1: Made a deal with a devil.
0: Yes, definitely the devil. What's the devil? A devil. A devil. A devil. Some sort of wickedness is upon you.
3: Someone who might try to steal a stone from a tree, maybe. Maybe uh lark looks sad
2: i don't know i mean i don't i mean i want to know all about this stone but i don't really have any reason to steal it except to study it but even then i mean it sounds like it's your game so i'm not i'm not taking your stone man
0: <laughs> i mean I ain't it might stone, not be an option just like this pact you're speaking of
2: uh well i mean uh
3: do you do you know where you were when it happened
2: Yeah, I was in, it was sort of like a library of sorts, but it was hidden. It was like one of those libraries that I stumbled across in my travels and didn't realize what it was as far as libraries go. You know, it was abandoned, basically, a library is what I'm saying. And I was reading, and uh, I might have spent a few days or weeks there. I don't really know. And suddenly I could do magic. I mean, I could do magic before. I did study to be a wizard, but...
3: What was the first spell after you got this magic that that you cast?
2: First spell was a Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Because it was kind of just a, hey, I could feel something. And then it just out welling up in me. And then suddenly, it happened, you know? Kind of like Puberty.
0: Not by choice, mm. yeah. Sir Vance, how do we? What do we do? How do we exercise a demon?
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! God says. Perhaps. Look, if it wasn't for Jim, we would all be dead right now.
3: Uh, yes, it's very true. We're not saying I don't want to hurt Jim. I'm just I don't I don't know where this this power is coming from, and if that that whoever his his boon is is to can be trust trusted, and we told him so much and. Servance, why did you let me tell so many people about Save the Tree?
0: Hashtag I save tried the tree. to stop you many times. You just keep talking and talking.
4: Sorry. I put the boat away, but I'm now watching. And as soon as Cervantes says maybe we should exercise this demon, I want to grab my bow, and I want to kind of get next to Charlie. Okay. Because that, that sounded very hostile. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, so I just want to sit there. You two know, know, know each other? Well, I didn't come out this far to watch some guy get murdered.
0: <laughs> some guy. We didn't say anything about murder, and he's not some <laughs> well, guy.
1: Well, what is X? Excer- no, we do have a guy. You've all been traveling together now for a little bit. I mean, you know each I other.
4: I didn't before. come out here to see Jim get murdered. I'm confused. No one said
0: anything about
4: murder. What do you mean by? I appreciate that murder's not on the table. I'm confused <laughs> by what you mean by. Exercise, I mean, I don't. So.
3: As a player, I don't understand why Killen, uh What Killen's reaction is to the fact that we're saying that he has devil magic. Does that matter to killing or not?
4: Well, okay. For like Kellen, he understands magic, but he thinks it's all the same. Honestly, he doesn't. Kellen is not really affected. He doesn't know the difference between magic. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sure. Like when mm-hmm. you're saying that's devil magic, he doesn't really know what that means. You know, it's I'm...
3: all devil magic to him. It's just magic. Sure.
4: It's yeah. just magic. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just magic. Right. So when you're saying that you're going to exercise that, you know, it kind of freaks him out cuz he's thinking, you know, what are you going to do? And he's just preparing for the worst, I guess, cuz yeah. He's very confused and for one, he's kind of dazed at the fact that We just flew through the sky in a boat. It was awesome. Yeah. We've also been up for a really
1: long time. Exactly. And the adrenaline is wearing off.
4: Yeah, my nerves are kind of shot, and I'm just nervous. Really nervous. Come on, what
2: are the odds that my thing has anything to do with this tree? I just happened upon the town whenever y'all were there, and your quest seemed interesting. I mean...
3: I mean, yeah, I was really excited, and I thought that's what's going on. But now I'm hearing about devil magic, and it makes me really worried.
2: We don't it's even know you. that it's <laughs> devil. He said it was <laughs> celestial.
3: Can you can you make a, a pact with me that whenever we see the next the the, the most powerful wizard, we we see that they, you let them inspect you and see what's going on?
2: Gladly, I mean, that's part of my whole deal right now.
3: Will, will you let <laughs> yeah. me study you and see. And see he would what, love to be
1: inspected. What's
3: going on? <laughs>
2: uh, sure, yes, I it, mean, within it's... reason. I I don't do well with needles, but.
3: <laughs> I don't. I don't have any. You don't have to worry about that. I. I just would play with the weave and see what what happens. If we, I don't know. It's not
0: you that we're worried about, Jim. It's the whatever entity gave you this evil power that you have.
3: That's uh, that's all. It's not you. It's I'm worried about the magic.
2: I appreciate your concern. It's interesting that it's evil because I didn't really know. Normally I'm still not convinced,
3: but the city I came from, we don't even let people with, with sources of evil magic enter because then they could see the fountain of the weave and, and we can't let anybody close to that and it's it's very dangerous and um have you tried to go home?
2: Uh not lately, no.
3: I would be careful if you did. Maybe that's where we need to go in the end when this is over, to see what this is.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm interested in learning. I left the city honestly because I wasn't able to learn quick enough there.
1: Uh guys, guy says as you all are standing around talking about this. What's that? And oh, oh, what is that? Where you guys are standing, it's like a rut in the sand where the ship landed. Kellen's standing there by Charlie with a bow in his hand, and you're kind of coming down off of a hill, not like a huge hill, but you know, there's a small incline from where you like the direction you guys came from. And at the top of the hill, probably I don't know, hundred feet away, maybe two hundred feet away kind of just where the sun is, well, the sun's just getting bright enough now that you can see clearly, those of you that don't have dark vision. There are a number of these creatures standing over there. You can't get a great look at them, but, Kellen, you look up and you see them, and it it looks like a pack of something, you know, like wolves.
4: A pack of wolves.
1: But you can tell that from here, because you have seen these before, each one of them has at least two heads.
4: Wait, I'm trying to think of what that would be.
1: They're death dogs,
4: <gasps> and that's dangerous. Very bad. Yeah, yeah get away, um, guys. We need to run quickly. Well, I
3: know. I mean, he has dark magic, of course. We need. We need no, to
1: run. no, I mean, we need to go now. We need to run. Look, look. Run One of these things up in the front over there lets out a howl, and it sounds
4: real eerie. Guys, I, I as many run. as many people as can get on, get on, Charlie,
1: quickly, quickly that's maybe maybe i'm no, just you're saying the only one
4: okay come on
1: run <laughs> just <laughs> guy run. runs up and tries to climb up on charlie and charlie's kind of like and can't hold him up <laughs> just run run and i was like i'm just gonna run and he just starts running
4: we just take off I'm, i want to get run. on charlie and take off i
1: run and that's where we're gonna end it this week oh man man with puppies that was some intense stuff oh man that that was a crazy it's crazy what happens in D D, especially when you're the things you want to happen or not want to happen don't happen or do happen because of someone's roles. Oh man.
3: I could have I could have ruined everything with that one so many times.
1: Hmm. So what's gonna happen? <laughs> what is going up, on, Jim? What's up with Jim?
3: I don't even know
2: being Jim. Hey, y'all flew that boat? Yeah, we did. We did it. Did. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did <indeed. laughs> we landed in the One a of my greatest of accomplishments.
3: <laughs> Yes, Jim saved us.
1: All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. This has been Make Believe Heroes. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, let us know. Go over to iTunes or whatever podcasting service you use. Leave us a five-star review. You know, we would take four stars, but five stars help us the most. So if you like the show, help us out. Just give us that five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. Greatly.
3: Also, we love you. We love you
1: very much. We do love you, and that's why we want your five-star reviews. We want you to reciprocate our love. Also, if you want to, you know, talk to us about that love in a totally not weird platonic way, <laughs> you could do so on Twitter at MBH Podcast. Of course, there'll be a link to that in the show notes. Of course, we'd like to give a shout-out and big thanks to BattleBards for allowing us to use their music in this show. And if you like that, you should go to battlebards.com and check it out. It's so good. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>